You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined as always by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's the 30th of January, 2014, and um, I got a, uh, a shocking announcement to make. We don't have a very big guest today, but we do in a couple of weeks. Um, I was uh, You weren't around. You were walking back and forth between the bank and your office when I opened the Skype window uh, to, to Webmaster Radio to be greeted with the note, big guest today, good luck. <laughs> well, I did that about 20 minutes before going on air, and, um, you know, we do have a big guest coming up on February 20th, which, uh, Dave, I, you know what, you should announce it, because you set it up. Um, yeah, it, it is one of my, uh, and, and I think yours too. I think we share her. One of my favorite marketers, um, you know, traditional traditional marketing and and analyst of of marketing and and personal trends, uh, Mr. Terry O'Reilly um, has has agreed to be a guest on our show. Going to be absolutely outstanding. Um, I've actually got some some questions that we're doing up um, to to sort of help people get uh, get the ball rolling. I'll, I'll announce its location uh, maybe on on next week's show or the, or the week right before it, just so people can get familiar with. Uh, I think the kinds of questions that you and I are going to be asking and, and the kind of information that I think people can take away. But I think you know I, I listen to his thirty minute show, get takeaways from it every single week. So it's uh, I, I'm really really excited to get a chance, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, to actually ask the the follow up questions to some of the some of the great issues that he brings up for listeners who don't listen to CBC Radio and I, I, I or I believe NPR because I, I do think that uh, 
Terry O'Reilly's shows are syndicated on NPR. Yep. Terry O'Reilly is a advertising and marketing legend from Toronto. He uh, has produced a, as Dave said, a 30-minute radio show for CBC Radio, which is syndicated on Sirius Satellite and on NPR, called Age of Persuasion and Under the Influence, and most recently wrote a, uh, wrote a book on marketing called Age of Persuasion. He produces radio that uh, I, 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 I don't have words for it. It is one of the best radio shows on any subject, but it is probably the best radio show on marketing uh, being produced today anywhere in the world. Certainly uh, the best one off this network anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I mean, so, so we're, we're, we're slightly more relevant than Age of Persuasion, but <laughs> February 20th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Tune into Webmaster Radio. Tune into Webcology on Webmaster Radio. We have marketing and advertising legend Terry O'Reilly for the entire hour, and I am over the moon about that. But, Dave, we do not have a uh, mega guest on today's show. But that's why I open Skype up, and I see, oh, big guest today, and I'm just thinking, oh, my God, no. <laughs> you guys are going to be as surprised as I am, I'm sure. <laughs> What we did have was an interesting, um, interesting week in tech, which I, you know, I'm sure we can talk about for the next hour or so. Um, I came across uh, the story this morning. You came across an alternative version on this story. So let's just dive right in. I wish I had $10 billion to write off in loss, <laughs> I guess, a lot I bought like two years ago, like Google does. Google <laughs> just sold Motorola Mobility to the uh, Chinese computer uh, manufacturer Lenovo for $2.3 billion. Now, $2.3 billion might seem a lot of money to you, but when you consider that Google purchased Motorola Mobility in 2012 for over $13 billion, it, sounds, it begins to feel a lot like, well, one of those Yahoo deals. Uh, uh, agreed, um, but some some interesting points, and this was it was funny because you and I did we we shared our versions of the story and sort of sent like said totally opposite um, mm-hmm. takes on things. But I think some some points that are worth noting um, is when the initial acquisition came in, one of the things they were buying was Motorola had three billion bucks in cash. So okay, let's take that thirteen billion and make it ten now. Okay, because because they they had liquid assets and those That's assets were enough. sold in, in this one. Um, they had then sold uh, a couple of years ago uh, Motorola Home Modem uh, for two point three five billion dollars. So okay, now we're now we're sitting down uh, down closer to seven. Then there's um, the the purchase for three now. So now we're looking basically at, at an acquisition of about four billion dollars that it actually cost them. At the end of the day, um, they basically spent four billion dollars, and for that got a buttload of patents. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of insight as they were building Android over the last few years um, into some of the hardware um, that that they they had had. So I think it's it's not quite as horrendous for them as as the pure math might be in buy sell. Um, Instead of seeing more. a ten billion dollar loss, like was was my first impression when I, when when I saw the story, you actually you're able to itemize areas that you know Google has either made money, found money. Or 
as it occurred to me as 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 you were outlining the the itemized list, Google might have spent a couple billion dollars on a tremendous research project. And, and so they should. I mean, this is the field, um, right, of, of, of massive, massive growth. You know, you and I both know this. Cindy Crumb's known it for like a decade now and kept talking about it, and then it finally happened. Um, but the, the expansion um, of, of mobile um, and its, its vast power, I think having an insight as, as they have into, uh, you know, into the technology being developed, I mean, of course, they could tear apart one. They got some smart engineers, but um, the patents behind them, getting to look into those patents, um, uh, you know, a, a little deeper, getting, you know, access to the employees. I think that's really valuable. Um, and one of the things that, that's also interesting is Google's recently launched into a patent sharing um, agreement with Samsung. Well, that in part relies on these patents that they've maintained from Motorola. So, this has also enabled some very, very strong partnerships with um, Android phone manufacturers that they might not have had if they didn't have that that leverage and some some patents that Samsung would have wanted their hands on. So, um, I think across the board, it it was it was a good call on their part. I mean, could could they have made a better call? Yeah, maybe maybe they could have got it a bit cheaper. Maybe they could have you know done this or or done that. But I think at the end of the day, did they come out ahead? Um, I think in this case, they came out at at least zero. Like the value of what they have learned and maintained is at least equal to um, what it actually ended up costing them. Um, and, you know what? And who's surprised? Hey, shocking story. Google came out either level or ahead, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I th- I, I, there's, a less, there's a business lesson in there, a, a great business lesson uh, for observers. Things aren't always as they appear. There's reasons um, that, that people make what, what might look like a losing decision. And, you know, Dave, I think, I think if there was a debate, your points win the debate. Well, but that how you know what, and that you know often later we're going to be talking Netflix and net neutrality, and uh, you know we we might be flipping our roles here. So. <laughs> I don't want to get into it yet, but I mean it's top superbiesville <laughs> around here, ain't it? Uh, okay, so we were talking about uh, we were talking about Google and uh, uh, Motorola mobility, and how you know as you were saying, Cindy Crum years ago, and you know the many of us about. Two years ago, Cindy Crumb, like seven years ago, recognized mobile is is the play. That's supported by uh, Facebook's most recent uh, earnings report. Uh, mobile has helped push Facebook, or has helped Facebook's fourth quarter uh, revenues jump uh, fourfold. From 523 million at this time last year to 1.5 billion in this in the most recent quarter, Q4 2013. 1.5 billion Q4 2013. That's phenomenal for you know given it's Facebook. Yeah. Um, analysts, well, Facebook itself is suggesting that mobile advertising revenue represented 53 percent of that, an increase of 24% from the fourth quarter of 2012. So that new Facebook you have, that new Facebook application you have on your Android <laughs> or, or um, on your iPhone, that's delivering, or delivering Facebook to you, but it's delivering mega profits to Facebook. And, you know, 
I don't mind. Like to me, this is it's it's a perfect. You're offering me a a service. I use. I use it often. I use it for free. Um, you know, you're finding ways to monetize that. Hey, you know what? We're marketers, right? Our job is to monetize. So, um, so no, I, I mean, big congratulations to Facebook. I'm not even going to bother entering my rant that even with these kind of earnings, their stock value is grossly inflated. But <laughs> it may well be. But there's one more thing from their uh, their their recent report that I think is way worth noting: monthly active users on Facebook is up 16% to 1.23 billion. Of those 1.23 billion, 945 million are using a mobile device. Yeah. Is that surprising? Not at all. Uh, just the, num- the numbers. I mean, just the, the scale makes you sit back in your chair and, you know, just go, wow. Yeah, it's true. You know what? It's funny. You bring that up and, and yeah, it is an angle that my brain, and I'm sure yours too, has just become numb to numbers like that, right? It's like, you know, acquisitions in the billions for, the, you know, where these numbers just sort of float around and I'm so used to seeing them and hearing them and talking about them that you just sort of become numb to it. And you bring up a good point. Every now and then it's interesting to sit back and go, let's just think about each human being <laughs> and how many that actually is. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at one out of six humans on Earth. That's a lot of humans. (laughs) With about one out of uh, of seven, one out of seven and a half of them accessing using a mobile device. I know I do. I'm sure you do. Oh, I do all the time. Um, As a matter of fact, my mobile device accesses it for me by by updating me every few minutes. I hear my my Android go bing because... Somebody has replied to some smart asses I've put up on Facebook. <laughs> you, Jim, really? You know what, Dave? We're jumping to it. I'm sorry. I've got to do it, okay? All right. Okay. Notice to Americans. We got Bieber. He's here in Toronto. He reported to uh, 52 Division, downtown uh, police division, on an assault charge. Apparently, he was uh, beating on the head of his limo driver last time he was in Toronto while the limo driver was trying to drive around. Don't do this, friends. Don't beat your limo driver while he's driving. That's um, that's, uh, that's just dumb. Anyway, if America, if you want Bieber back, you got to leave a fistful of unmarked 20s in a pizza box behind the Toronto Community Housing uh, buildings across from Don Bosco High School because that's how stuff gets done. It's the Toronto way. <laughs> I'm also, for a limited time only, selling the right to punch Justin Bieber in the mouth. 50 <laughs> points, and you and you have the right to punch him in the mouth. You've heard it I'm, I'm trying to get the right to box his ears, but um, I still haven't quite gotten there yet. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna sign that though. But 50 bitcoins, you can punch him in the mouth. You heard it here first. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I won't even go uh, go down a tangent of... Uh, okay, but I, I am going to, because you know what really bugs me about this, Dave? What's that? Now, I, I people who listen to the show, people who know me, they, they know that I use my uh, Facebook uh, feed very liberally, shall we say. Yeah. And, um, I post stuff about social justice. I post, post stuff about the environment. I post stuff, what I think is really good information on search and web marketing. I post, I post stuff about Toronto's mayor. I post stuff about, um, you know, 
uh, income inequality, what I, what I consider life and death issues. If somebody can't afford to eat, they're going to be mal- malnourished and die. I've Fairly never, accurate, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a response on my Facebook feed as I have today when I've been putting up smart-ass stuff about Justin Bieber. <laughs> and let me tell you, friends, he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. I mean, he does. He's worth he, I mean, that dude is bank. Like, that, that guy is responsible for so much employment right now. Oh, but yeah. But he doesn't matter. Somebody else will be responsible for an equal amount of employment six years from now when we've all forgotten Bieber. Right. But for 50 bitcoins, you can punch him in the mouth. So, yes. again, he's good for the economy. Good for my economy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have, have a feeling you, you might... punch him in the mouth on the swampland in Florida that I'm also selling for 70 bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I, it, it stuns me. There's so much important stuff happening out there from technology to war and peace. But uh, the response I'm getting about Justin Bieber is pushing my clout score through the roof. Well, yeah, and I mean, let's let's face facts. You know what? We and and probably a lot of our listeners, we were uh, we were young once. You know, and I'm not saying, hey, I, I was like Justin Bieber. Thankfully, no, I wasn't. But but let's face facts. If I was like a, a late teen, early 20s dude, richer than God, um, you know, you might catch, it might have caught me doing some dumb stuff too. <laughs> like, let's call a spade a spade and go, to your point, this is a non-story. He's a kid his age, doing stupid crap, which is what kids his age do, throwing little fits, this and that. What, you didn't do something stupid when you were... <laughs> I did lots of stupid stuff. <laughs> I think we all However, did. I could handle my drugs when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it works. I could, I could handle doing lots of stuff. More than anybody else standing, in fact. And not go and get myself arrested. Right. Well, there there is that you didn't you know beat people, but nice. um, but yeah. I mean, I, I just I I agree with you. I think this is a it's a huge non-issue. It's it's some you know dumb kid doing what dumb kids do, and you know there you are, right? <laughs> and it's no big surprise. And, and there you are. So we've given it a lot of airtime, you know, yeah. instead of covering war and peace. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what we got to do? We got to give some of our sponsors some airtime because heaven knows that's what they pay us for. We're going to be coming back. We're going to be talking about um, Edward Snowden. We're going to be talking about uh, the Moz State of the Industry Survey. Some fun stuff in there. Going to be talking some Super Bowl. But first, we're going to be talking commercials. So, friends, you're listening to Web Culture on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's the 30th of January, 2014. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike, for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? 
because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen, we care, we serve our customers, and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm presents PRSA Diversity Today. PRSA members leading the PRSA Diversity Initiative. Look at the many roles diversity plays in the public relations profession. PRSA Diversity Today. On demand anytime inside the PRSA channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Web Culture here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Voice Media and Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, 30th of January, 2014. And you know what's coming up this weekend, eh? Uh, Super Bowl? Hey, good guess. <laughs> it's amazing. It had been Stanley Cup, you'd have had it just like that, right? It's true. Oh. It took me a second. I, I will, of course, be watching it, but, uh, you know, because Seattle's, Seattle's in. so Indeed. And, okay, so it's uh, Seattle... Versus Denver. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, like, like uh, both states, like Washington State and Colorado, have, um, you know, uh, decriminalized marijuana. The only two states to ever play against each other in the era of the, the decriminalization of marijuana. So, yeah, it's going to be a serious bowl game, man. Uh, <laughs> and if you, you know, if, if Bing is to be believed... If Bing is to be believed, Seattle is going to beat beat the Broncos, thirty three to seventeen. <laughs> How do we come up with this? We come up with this by reading Danny Goodwin's article in Search Engine Watch as fast as we possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Bing has broken down the number of searches done for the for Seahawks or for Seattle versus uh, the number of searches done for Denver or Broncos, and has you know noted that Seahawks are dominating searches in Washington State by ninety five percent. Well, you know of the seventeen states where Broncos were high on search, oh by seventy nine percent, and they're leading in thirty three of the fifty states. 17 of the states, the Broncos are winning on search volume. And even in their home state of Colorado, they're only seeing 85% of searches. Uh, 
Well, you know, in, in, in Washington State, the Seahawks are seeing 95% of searches. So, you know, those numbers don't lie, Dave. No, they, they sure don't. I, I know if I was a, uh, a bookie in Vegas right now, I'd be like, all right, time to change our odds up. <laughs> yeah, I would. Because, you know, Bing is where you go to find the truth. Well, especially when it comes to uh, – I, I think they're biased, honestly, because if I remember correctly, isn't, like, Bing um, located in Seattle? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe they're, they're running. Maybe that's why it's at 95% up in, uh, up in Washington State. Or maybe this is a case of, of going, hey, if I have to put my money down, uh, let's, uh, let's put it on Denver because in their state they're looking up their enemy. Whereas well, in Washington. <laughs> not only that, I want I want our audience to sit back and remember last time Microsoft made a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, think about this for a second, friends. Um, what, what, what was the original bad bet they made? Nobody will need more than sixty four k. Yeah, that was that was a gem. Uh, then there was that, why don't we just put Powered by Google on our search, because I don't think search is that big. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, we'd be remiss not to report this story, given the importance of the weekend. But, uh, I mean, seriously, like, let's be real here. Um, I love Seattle, don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for the Seahawks, because I'm rooting for the underdog. But uh, do you know why I optimize for Google? <laughs> Because you put your money where it's smart. Because that's, that's who's going to win. That's why. Okay. To, to, to all Seahawks fans who are now no longer Webcology fans, I'm so sorry. But we're both rooting for the Seahawks. So that's right. We're just, we're just telling the news. That's right. Just calling it as it might be. Uh, just like Bing does. <laughs> <laughs> no, no banging on Bing. Just no. full of truthiness. <laughs> okay, where are we going? Are we going to go to the maximum troll done by the Nobel Committee, or do you want to go to the to uh, uh, Moz's State of the Industry survey? Uh, either or. You know what? Let's let's go to State because uh, we got a couple troll stories on uh, you know coming up here um, okay, with some well, Lakos trolls and stuff. So yeah, tell you what, why don't we why don't we round out the hour with our troll stories and we'll go into the. Uh, the state of the industry, according to Moz. Now, every year, Moz, every year for the last, I uh, think since 2010, Moz has completed its uh, annual uh, state of the industry, revealing salaries, uh, tools, etc. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't cover the entire survey. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's like 16 pages long. Um, so let's just cover the fun stuff. How much you should be making. <laughs> Now. All right, to all both of our staffs, turn <laughs> off your headsets now. <laughs> How did you know I was thinking that? Now, okay, a, 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 a couple things that I want to, um, I, a couple points I want to make before we start mentioning numbers here. <laughs> Number one, yeah, Bree, turn off your radio. Get your staff to turn off their radios now. Number two, you remember that, that quote by Seth Godin about marketers? Which one? The one that goes, all marketers lie? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with reporting income, let's keep this in mind, all marketers lie. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, we're marketers, for God's sake. <laughs> hey, we wouldn't lie about something like our income. What are you hey, talking about? 
We're doing so good that I'm able to pay myself $420,000 a year. (laughs) I single-handedly skewed these results. Yeah, the clue is in the numbers there, friends. (laughs) Okay, but let's pretend that that everyone's telling the truth because, you know, we like pretending. If you're working in the... uh, well, if you're working in, uh, in, in, in the web marketing industry, you're going to make the most money if you're a user experience expert, about $83,958 per annum. That's before taxes, friends. Um, if you're working e 74727 which explains why Shirley Tan and uh, Shauna Siegel are always so happy. <laughs> If you're, working, <laughs> if you're working in web analytics, which means you always tell the truth, right. uh, you're making 74375 on average. Well, because those people in analytics, they don't know how to skew data to show things in the best possible light. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you're working in marketing, in just the catchphrase marketing, I'm, there's no, I'm afraid there's nothing to qualify the word marketing. You'll be making about 73000 If you work in PPC, you'll be making about 69000 I knew there was a reason I didn't go into PPC. Um, <laughs> if you're in inbound marketing, you're making 67893 But if you're into search engine marketing, you're making 64460 And sadly, if you're into SEO, you're only making sixty grand. Oh, um, I'm confused. Inbound marketing, SEM and SEO. Again, there's nothing really delineating between any of them. So maybe it's just the pace eaters who still call themselves SEO like me um, and haven't gotten around to the newfangled term inbound marketing. Well, and what I'm really interested in is um, is the calculation. If I do, as, as I do, and I'm sure you do too, some web analytics, a uh, little bit of marketing, a little bit of PPC, Definitely some inbound marketing, a little bit of SEM, I, you know, focus on SEO, and even some content development and a bit of web development. Do I just get to add those numbers together? <laughs> no. Sadly, no. <laughs> Don't. You, have to, you have to add them together and then find out how many you added together and divide by that number to get the average. Oh. And then multiply by 0. .10 to get the reality. <laughs> To, to complete the list, if you're in, if you're a content writer, you're probably making fifty five grand. If you're a web development specialist, uh, fifty four grand. If you're into PR, fifty one grand. If you're into social media, forty nine thousand. And if you're just one of those lowly people who build the entire infrastructure, a web designer, you're probably making forty eight thousand a year. You know, the only one on here, I, I'm guessing, probably isn't screwed, and we didn't, or skewed, well, or screwed, either or. Um, sorry, I'm looking at a screw right now, because I'm looking at the one that I'm about to refer to, is the, the one at the top of the list, um, engineers, coming in at 99. Now, this isn't related to marketing, and I'm leaning on that, because I've met some engineers. You remember Rick Morris, and <laughs> those crew of people, where it's like, no, A, you are well-paid, like, really, really well-paid, and, and B... Um, you okay, just yeah. tend to all think about what works and getting that job done as fast. So I think they just go, yeah, I could make up a number, but that takes longer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I need. Now let me get back to work. <laughs> okay, I'm not touching the not getting screwed one since you named one of the engineers. <laughs> you, you blew up perfectly because Rick's a good guy. He's a great guy. Um, and he shouldn't get screwed more often. 
<laughs> um, and, and then they've also listed off the tools. Were there any surprises in there? Uh, for you? Um, let me see here. Um, you know, the the one surprise in here, and this this could be because of uh, this could be because of timing, is Ahrefs is still included on the list of top ten tools that are recognized. Number one, Google Webmaster Tools. Number two, Moz. Number three, Open Site Explorer. Number four, Majestic SEO. Number five, Screaming Frog. Number six, Bing Webmaster Tools. Number seven, Yoast. I'm assuming the WordPress tools. Uh, number eight, SEM Rush. Number eight, Ahrefs. And number number or sorry, number nine is Ahrefs, and number ten is Firebug, and it's Ahrefs that confuses me because, if I remember correctly, they're still reliant on um, on, uh, on 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 scraping keyword data out of Google. Um, what I am gathering, um, they're referring to on Ahrefs. They have focused. It, it's funny because I was actually just at the Ahrefs site a few days ago. Um, okay, and they're, prob- they're, they're much more focused on the backlink crawls that they've been doing and, and showing link data now. Oh, good. Um, good. So I'm, I'm guessing that's the route they're going. And hat tip to them, I looked at some of their data, which is what I was doing. I was doing research, right, to, to find, you know, I, I, I like data, right? So do you, I'm sure. Um, and was just looking at, at new sources for it. And their data is, if anything, even... Uh, they don't allow as many neat tools and, and ways of tweaking the data as, say, uh, Majestic does, but it is much more robust, um, okay. the, the data that they do have. So if you have a, a developer on, on hand or, you know, you can, you can hire one um, to build, sort of make their data do what you like from Majestic, um, you know, the, the sort of clique hunter and, and stuff like that, which I do find helpful, um, you, you, you would end up with probably a more thorough um, set of data, certainly even more thorough if you took your Google Webmaster Tools data, your Majestic data, and your Ahrefs, dumped it all into one database, and then made, <laughs> made your list set of that. But um, no, I was actually quite impressed. I, I hadn't um, really heard from them very much in, in a while, decided to go back, um, take a look at what they were doing when I was looking for some new data sources, and uh, I, I was, kudos to them, pretty impressed with what they were, what they were doing. There you go. Okay, I, I'm so glad you said that because I, I I didn't want to diss a company on the air, a perfectly good company on the air. But the last I knew of them, there was controversy around scraping uh, scraping Google's uh, re- keyword data, um, and they were afraid they were going to get cut off. So it sounds like they've gone in a really in a smart direction. Right. Provide us the data we need, and that is free for you to provide. Right, because you're not violating anything really getting it. So. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's pretty good. And one that a lot of people don't know on this list, like everybody knows Yoast. Like if you have a WordPress site, you know Yoast. Oh yeah, right. Neat stuff coming out. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it. I've only read through it. I haven't installed it yet on our site. Neat stuff in their pro version. Uh, for people who don't, you know, you might want to investigate some of the features, like they're you know allowing for redirect controlling um, in their which new is, pro version, which is so excellent. I mean, like it. it, it just typing it in at the in the back end of WordPress rather than have it open Notepad, so amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean there there is that where I'm like it's actually not that hard to do it here, um, well, I, but I, I am I, wondering ease of doing it. I mean that's the thing I love about WordPress. Right. I've, well, I'm in there. I'm already moving my content while I'm in there. Just let me do it. Just let me go. And now you're here. <laughs> what, what are you multitasking? 
fix it. And one of the things, um, one I, I I know a lot of people don't know Firebug. I, I'm sure you do. I'm I sure love Firebug. It. Oh yeah. my god, I love um, Firebug. I use it daily. I'm sure you do too. And it's funny because I even use it just in my daily like. I want to find where this image location is, right, or, or whatever. And you can right-click and get it, but just Firebug, click. Now I can see how it's built into the page. It's a really, really great tool for those who don't know it. Um, it's probably one of the great unsung uh, sort of heroes of, of of making your life a lot easier. Click of the mouse, and um, it – well, it's you know what? It's like a find button for code. How's that? Yeah, no, that's that's a great analysis. And one of the things I love is you can actually bugger about in your styles, like through Firebug, and it'll make those changes happen. So if you just want to see, hey, what happens if I make this wider, mm -hmm. you can just do it right in Firebug and go, hey, that worked, and then make it wider. <laughs> or, or whatever. I'm thinking of like a, a div or something like that. Yeah, so. if, if, if you guys are, if anyone out there is a hands-on SEO, check out Firebug. It's uh, yeah. one of the most... Uh, is that called? What do they call the? I, mean, I am so old, I forget stuff. Um, <laughs> what do they call the? Uh, they're add-ons for Firefox, right? That's what the, the plugins term is. Or add-ons? Oh, yeah. Plugins is for WordPress. You don't want to confuse me. I'm oh, jeez, you're right. Okay, so now I'm getting old. Thanks, Jim. I was yeah. feeling fine. <laughs> happens to all of us, brother. It happens to all of us. Something happened the other day that I actually remembered from the seventies. That really disturbed me. That really disturbed me. Um. Okay. I know I was wearing bell bottoms. Uh, <laughs> yes, but whose were they? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. My friends were telling me I was having a great time, so it must have been the seventies. Okay, let's 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 we're gonna have to go to commercial break in a few minutes. Let's round out this survey. Um, the top marketing activities and metrics and stuff like that. What what do you do most? Like in your practice, Dave. I mean, given given you're the you shop owner, but still, what do you do most in your day? Um, I, I personally um, tend to mainly focus on analytics and, and technical, like more on the audit side. And it right? tends to be what most SEOs do all day. Well, 68.8% yeah. report that conversion rate and performance metrics are the most important things to them in any given day. Yeah, I would agree. Followed by landing page traffic, which I kind of think falls into analytics, but that's a, you know... Uh, followed by, um, you know, Google data from Google Webmaster Tools. Followed by, oh, you know what? I read this wrong. <laughs> These are the most important metrics. Conversion rate and performance metrics, landing page traffic, Google Webmaster Tools data, estimated traffic based on other data, and then social data like tweets, likes, plus ones, etc. Yeah. So it seems about right to me. How about you? Uh, seems about right to me, although I'm getting thrown by the middle one, Google Webmaster Tools data, because that's where I'm getting my landing page traffic data from. Well, there's <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what, to, to you or I and, and probably most of our listeners, I think uh, because we deal, tend to deal, like as, as owners or, or people who are directing companies, everything's important, right? So it's like... What, what importance would I give webmaster tools? A hundred. How about analytics? A hundred. <laughs> um, all of these things would be, you know, uh, these things are, are absolutely critical. I totally agree with you. Landing page traffic? Well, that's analytics to me. Like, I would lump it into the into the same thing. But uh, Project management uh, software, number one. 
Uh, let's see. Time, time recording software, number one. <laughs> Basically, anything I do... Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. If I do it, there's a reason, and that gives it a, you know, its importance is critical because there's a reason I have it. It's like, um, you know, so, but at the at the end of the day, you know, I think uh, we have to consider that there are, you know, we looked at who was polled. There are people who are, um, you know, just doing, um, you know, I shouldn't say just like it's a bad thing, but that are specialized into social media. So their opinions are factored in, and would they concern themselves as much with, Google Webmaster Tools, not as much as, say, a technical on-page SEO, where it's critical. This is where your penalties, warnings, and, and notifications of, like, broken pages are coming from. Right? So, of course, you need to be in there. Its importance is, you know, 110% because you need this. Okay. And now, uh, that's a segue into friends. We got a couple messages coming up, and you need this, which is why you should listen to these commercials. <laughs> Uh, before we we got to jump to commercial for uh, before we do, I want to remind listeners that on February twentieth we have one of the biggest guests we've ever had on Webcology, marketing and advertising legend Terry O'Reilly. He's going to be on for the full hour. So February twentieth, two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific. Tune in live, listen to an interview that has uh, both Dave and I. I don't know, but yeah, anticipation and terror at the same time. But before we can get to that, before we can get to anything else, we got to run these commercials. So, friends, you listen to Webcology and Webmaster Radio.fm. It's the 20th or 30th of uh, January. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Your mission. Initiate Internet Marketing Measures. 
Your arsenal, the weapons of mass marketing. Weapons of mass marketing. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 30th of January, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And Dave, this is probably the funniest news story I've seen in a week. Okay, I, I'm waiting. And I mean, this is funnier than Bieber getting arrested for beating his limo driver about the head while striving, um, which I got to tell you is pretty funny. Um, remember when Obama first became president? The very first major international award he won. I do not, but you're about to educate me. It was the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. I guess the world was so weary of. Um, the belligerency of the Bush presidency that Obama looked like a, uh, you know, a breath of fresh air. And uh, they gave, they awarded him the Nobel Peace Prize just for not being Bush. <laughs> well, flash ahead a couple of years to the year 2014. And, well, the nominees for Nobel are slowly being, uh, for the Nobel Peace Prize are slowly being released. And in what has to can only be called the like Trollius Maximus move by the Nobel Committee, yeah, Trollius Maximus. I think it's the Latin term for it. That's official. Yeah, <laughs> Edward Snowden has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I think it's hilarious. Oh, so do I. I can't, I can't help it. I just think that's that's so funny. Um, the one guy, one of the one of the people that Obama wants behind bars more than anybody on earth, has been nominated for the exact same prize that Obama won for being the uh, great new hope. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to me, I mean, I think it's it's a fun move from from the people that that nominated him, but to me, uh, at least, the the. Award doesn't, you know, I'm not going to take a, take a side on this one, and you know what side I'd take as to whether he's a, a villain or, or, or doing a good job here. But that, as an aside, Peace Prize doesn't actually apply. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not actually what I would put as this applies to, um, you know, his activities don't really, to me, go hey I mean, a peace prize was won by the canadian who founded like the the, the blue berets in the united nations that's, right. that's, that's a peace that's prize true. yeah exactly and that's peace <laughs> like, that's that's what it's for um you know not not necessarily a, a whistleblower when it has kind of nothing to do with with peace we can talk about it as as a benefit for sure um and 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 a, and a revelation as far as uh, privacy certainly uh, but peace, not so much. Not, well, not in my opinion, anyway. If it wasn't for Edward Snowden, nobody would know that every time you play Angry Birds, you're reporting back to the NSA. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Did you hear that story? Uh, only because you had mentioned it. Um, As it turns out, the, uh, I mean, like, seriously, the NSA isn't just relying on tapping, like, big fiber lines. Not when... 
every time you approve an app on your Android or iPhone device, you give the app maker like rights that would make a Facebook app maker jealous. Um, you know, every time you, every time you uh, accept a new app on your phone, you're allowing the app maker to know exactly where you are, what your conversations are. Sometimes they turn on the phone or turn on the uh, speaker on your phone without you knowing it. My 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 Android, which is sitting up on the on on the shelf above my desk right now, could be mm-hmm. listening to the to this part of the radio show. And I don't know. Or they could just log in. <laughs> they could just okay. go to Webmaster Radio and get the same thing if they wanted. Dear NSA, uh, it's much easier. <laughs> But the thing is, Dave, you and I—you and I live in the digital world. Like it's—I uh, remember—I remember years ago uh, when you and I were working at Stepforth, and I, I once said, "For guys like you, the safest space. For guys like you and me, the safest space is always the open space, because yep. we live on the internet." Um, what's the point in trying to in trying to hide anything? We live oh, in the God. world's largest knitting circle, but most people don't. Most people have their big toe in the internet, or maybe they're up to their knees in the internet, as opposed to up to their ears like we are. And they actually have some semblance of privacy in their lives. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me ask one of my friends on Facebook. Perhaps they can tell me. Um, the point I'm trying to make is you and you and I, we, we know the environment we're walking in. You know, you know you're walking in the jungle. You know yeah. that. Most people don't. Most people no, have it's true. no idea. Every time you turn your phone on, you are turning on the most ingenious tracking device ever. And Angry Birds, uh, I imagine the hockey and baseball games I got installed on my phone. <laughs> Those are probably segues into the, uh, you know, into the NSA's uh, repository of information. We would not know that had it not been for Nobel uh, Peace Prize nominee Edward Snowden. <laughs> Well, and, and I mean, this this is really useful information. I mean, and and I think it's it's great that uh, the government gets access to that because I can see them going. We need to watch that that Dave. I mean, we we've got to expect that he's about to go violent because man, he has been stuck on level one forty seven of Candy Crush for like three days. I mean, his his temperature must just be rising right now. <laughs> well, you you remember that that movie, The Last Starfighter, from like back in the eighties? Classic. Yep. Okay, so the, 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 the premise of the movie was that, uh, you know, a, a race of aliens put a video game in a trailer park somewhere in the American South so they could find the very best person at this video game so that person could become a pilot in their space war. You following me? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only logical way to find a pilot. So what, what we're seeing here is with Angry Birds is we know that America is going to be facing major military cutbacks. I mean, there's, there's a deficit, a deficit, a deficit, right? And so those M16s don't come cheap. <laughs> so they're just trying to find people who could use slingshots. That's my <laughs> See, I, I thought we were, they knew something about Alfred Hitchcock as a predictor of the future and that we were going to be attacked by birds. Uh, we needed to know how to make use of, of this vast number of, uh, of fowl we were about to, about to have around us. But uh, no, you, you may be right. It's, it I'm, may be the slingshot angle. I think it's the slingshot <laughs> angle. I'm, I'm positive. I'm, in my experience with angry birds, it's always the slingshot angle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always wrong. Um, okay, moving right along. Um, I don't know the right way to say this in Chinese. I'm afraid I can't conjugate it in Latin, but... It's the year of the horse. As of today, happy Chinese New Year to um, all of our listeners out there who who uh, 
commemorate Chinese New Year. Happy New Year. Dong Hei Fat Choi. Dong Hei Fat Choi. Is that the correct <laughs> thing to say for the Year of the Horse? Or is there uh, a... No, that's not Year of the Horse. That's just Happy New Year. Oh. Uh, well, to the best. Now, I know I'm, I'm going, going with my, my memory there, but I'm, I'm 90% sure that's right. Okay, well, um, Gung Fei Fat Choi, <laughs> um, on behalf of uh, Dave Davies, Jim Hedger, and Webmaster Radio. So, guess who's standing up for net neutrality, finally? Coming Couldn't have predicted this one coming. Coming out of the server closet and saying, hey, it's our business model. I mean, it's, it's important for everybody. Netflix has uh, come off the server shelf and said net neutrality is way important. Now... Personally, I agree with them, although I wish a less self-serving representative would step forward. Uh, you know what? I don't mind self-serving. <laughs> Given the environment, it's all self-serving, isn't well, it? Well, exactly. I mean, when you and I have our opinions, it's self-serving. When Google yeah. comes out, it's self-serving. Um, what I love, if, if this can work, is it almost brings it back to what my initial hopes were when we first started this debate, which is the consumer controlling the power. Um, and to me, if, if Netflix can, can really, and I'm, you know they're, they're going to pull more people in, if they, of all people, because my dollar is buying me a service, right? I mean, now you're hitting me where it really, really counts because I understand Netflix, and I mean the average consumer. You and I, you know, we've debated this on stages, right? Like, we, we, we got this one, um, you know, in, in regards to how potential impacts and, and at least realizing that, hey, it might impact in areas we, we can't even predict right now because, hey, mm -hmm. this whole Internet thing progresses. But um, now that they are able to put it to the consumer, to the mass public with a here's what it costs you. Um, I, I'm really excited by this because it could pull it back into the world I would like to see it in, um, where the FCC dropped the ball and it got lost, which was my big problem last week um, with, with net neutrality issues, is they dropped the ball and, and now I was basically going, okay, Jim, you were right, I, I was wrong. Um, if Netflix can pull this back in, that'll pull it back into the realm I would love to see it in, which is I am a consumer. This is my dollar. I will control. And if we end up boycotting specific services and, and providers because they're not doing what we're telling them to do, um, I, I mean, just, at the end of the day, you know it, I know it. That's where the big decisions get made. Is well, indeed, but it just seems so much trouble to like go without when we could simply have a much larger governing body say, no, you don't got to go without. And it also strikes me that the consumer, in fact, does have power over government, more power over government than we do over corporations, in fact. We can vote them out. We can say, hey, hit the road, Jack. We can do that. We have the yeah, right. Yeah, but that means that I have to learn stuff and yeah, it does. <laughs> educate myself and actually form opinions on things and... Oh, wait, that's what we do every week, Jim. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We're almost out of time. We do not have time to take on a new story. So I want to mention the stories that we're not going to mention. <laughs> if you guys get a chance, go over to webpronews.com today. Very first story is, um, is, is a blog post that I, I, I'm positive I saw earlier this week. I think she might have posted it at her own site. But Sugar Ray Hoffman, uh, one of the originals. Ray Hoffman weighs in on Google, Google Propaganda. Read the articles. It, it, it's, it's what you and I were saying last week, basically, about uh, Matt and his uh, the, the guest blogging posts, uh, the guest blogging uh, comments he was making. Mm -hmm. The behavior modification. Google says so, so you will do it. Um, 
Sugar Ray articulates it far better than we did last week. Read the article. The, uh, the other one, and I really wanted to cover this, was the patent tool winning big against Google. Um, it's in Wired Magazine today in their business section. Apparently, um, Lycos was good for something after all. You'll have to read it to find out how. <laughs> <laughs> We're done, though. We've gone through a whole hour. I want to remind guests, on the 20th of February, tune into this show. It'll be so worth it. Get your boss to tune in. Get some popcorn. Have drinks while the show's on. Heaven knows we do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on behalf of Dave Dave from Beanstalk SEO, that's Dave at BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Jim at DigitalAlwaysMedia.com. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. we got more great content coming up at Webmaster Radio. Stay tuned. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.